You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Well, hello, everybody. Bishop, you didn't post this. I was showing you to see if you liked it first. Got the two of you with the social media back and forth. Well, all we do is fight. I mean, <laughs> but amazing things come out of it. Mm, gems. Do we need like a little gif or something like five something fun or no? That is a picture of my. Don't give me that look, you bishop. Bishop, you bishop. No, I'm just gonna post it then. Uh oh. What should I do? Let me put a gif. No, you don't want to put a gift. I think now. It's a, no, that's a great idea. No, you don't like. See, it. look, this is what happens when we work together. We create magic. Here. That is true. Have you seen our stories? Of course, they're incredible. Instagram has become story time with Jillian and Sarah. yes, totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm all into this it. twerk thing you guys are trying to do. Assclap.com. Asclap. I love it. Did you see my story from yesterday? Yeah, but oh, yesterday. Did, sorry, no. Mr. and Mrs. Bishop. Oh, no. you did not oh, yeah. no, no, see no. it. Oh, oh you my were twerking? God! No, I no. would not. Oh, We're at gee. Soho. She's trying to get me to twerk at Mal. You're <laughs> missing gems. Okay, I said that at the end of one of these segments, I was texting Sarah yesterday. She needs to ask clap close to the mic to end the segment. Like, <laughs> no way. Yeah. So I did a twerk. <laughs> Right? And oh then Bishop God. was like, I can twerk, I can ask. Clap. I did not say yes, that. No, I, I have it on video. Oh I have it on God. video. I have the best twerking. I saw it on video. <laughs> I, have the... I have it on video. Thank you, Jake. Best and then, twerking videos. Yeah. And then Bishop was like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But whatever. It doesn't matter. I had a segment on a worry, but I'm still waiting for Bishop to post my story, so I'm distracted. Did you come up with a gift? Are you worried or not? about it? I, just, I am. You're I like worried. This. Hearts? Mm hmm. Cutting, 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 cutting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I love myself, though, with hearts. No, I can't. She put hearts. Look at what she did. It looks cute. She put hearts on my... She's not really the heart type, though, is she? She's a lover. She just pretends. I mean, like punching fists or something. <laughs> All right. I'm posting it. Whatever. Jake, did you hear that? Oh, no, <laughs> Bishop. All right. Anyway, so... The other day, I was, man, like sometimes, like <clears throat> this doesn't have an opt habit. Oh boy, <gasps> this doesn't happen often. Oh, we sent that yawn around the table, and now I got uh, it caught halfway. Should <laughs> 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 you pay attention? God, try. try to focus. Um, oh. so, all right, this doesn't happen often, but sometimes you ever just get like anxiety like a physical feeling of anxiety and you don't know why for no reason yeah yes yes yeah and i was like <laughs> and like you lose your appetite and whatever and i looked at bishop and we were recording spots for the podcast in my closet with a microphone <laughs> <laughs> thank Sounds you so weird <laughs> yeah. oh god and i 
literally was like, ugh, I'm like anxious. I was like, maybe we need to like, I was on the floor doing push-ups. Like, I couldn't figure wow. out like what it was. And then my brother came downstairs. He's like, ugh, I'm so anxious. I was like, I just said that to Bishop. And then I was like, Bishop, are you anxious? She's like, well, now I'm anxious. And like, this whole house was anxious. And like, sometimes, I don't know. And my brother looked at me and he was like, gave me this quote from the Dalai Lama, which I have no idea where the hell that came from. And I thought it was stupid at first, but then I was like, maybe it's not. Maybe we should talk about it. And I, it's something like, if there's a solution for whatever it is that's bothering you, don't worry. If there isn't a solution for whatever it is that's <laughs> bothering you, don't worry. Because right, worrying does nothing. Yeah, yeah, and I know that in theory. So I was like, is it the dread? Like, then I went to such a crazy place in my head. I was like, well, Jesus, in the Bible, it says he was very concerned about dying on the cross and he was sweating blood. He was so worried about it. <laughs> I didn't even read that. I like, I like went there. I went down. It turned a, you to the Bible. Yes, it so. did. I was like, well, if Jesus is going to worry, I don't know what. Like, it just, and I thought, like, why do we do it? It doesn't serve i don't think you do it i think it happens in your mind without you wanting it to happen yeah it's, yeah, a, it's subconscious it's like a, and then it's a primal ha- function yeah it's like your central nervous system it, it just does it and then it's hard to get out of if you get deep enough so you just have to like work your way out you know how hard it is to give zero f-s all your life <laughs> i know like that's just not for a responsible person that's not possible no it's but not does it, the, if it's something that comes on like out of nowhere like I know there's a lot underlying of underlying stuff. Yes, that's what I'm mean. sure. Because there's a lot of yeah. you know chemical imbalance, anxiety disorder, disorder, disorder. I, I everywhere. had stuff to get done, but, like work wise, and the but, family yeah. stuff. And I was like, stuff to get done. And I was just feeling like, I don't know. I, I mean, and like I knew the announcement was coming out about the breakup. I could have been doing it. I don't know. Yeah. But like, it just it, it's true though. Like if if there's nothing you can do, there's nothing you can do. If there's something to do, then like do it. But yet, so why don't you catch? So next time you feel it building up, you're probably what's probably causing it is you're feeling paralyzed in some way, shape, or form about something, right? That yeah. you need to accomplish, yeah. And it kind of manifests itself into worrying, or like something's out of my control, right? Yeah, which is every day. <laughs> Remember that post I sent you the other day? The meme. Yeah, I gotta get that up. It's so good. <laughs> it's per- I saw I'm it. I was find like, it. It's perfect for it. Oh. Was Perfect for you. God, it was so. I gotta find it. But that's the kind of thing when you have so much going on, and that you just it. You don't even okay. Next, 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 and then it does pile up. It doesn't go away in your head. But then there's other things that happen. That if you just take a minute and you breathe, and you're like, okay, really, you're not feeling any of it. So it's just piling up. If it's something like, like when we're saying about, if there's nothing I can do about this travel issue or there's nothing I can do about that, you say, well, just, you just deal with it. Yeah, just turn on a twerk But video. if it's something that, <laughs> that gets in your brain so and starts, like, working on you, it can become a physical thing and then that physical feeling. Oh, yeah, it becomes a, yes. Your body reacts you to that physical. Yes, exactly. Your yeah, body so, reacts to yes. the physical feeling Where's and now thing? it's Since separated Saturday, itself. So why don't, you, why don't you do this? When you feel like that, why don't you? Here it is. Here it is. Sorry. Here, she said this to me. No, Sarah was with me. You had to. You sent it to me on like a Friday, I think, because I know you were with me. Honestly, I don't even play an active role in my life anymore. It just happens, and I'm like, oh, is this what we're doing now? Okay. <laughs> That's How true. perfect is that for her? That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my god, I was dying laughing because it is so true. And that, but that—that's life. Rip. That sounds a lot like yeah. life. <laughs> 
That sounds a lot like what. Just... Oh my god, R.I.P. But I mean, there's like there's no uh, logic to worry. You no, know? there's it, not, and it all it, it does like, is I'm damage. Worried, I'm worried. I'm worried. It's some. I'm some sending this to you, Bishop. Feel, Make this into a meme. Some people feel that if they worry, they're actively doing something, and and if they don't worry, then it's going to happen. I mean, we all know those people that live their life without caring about anything, and everything just seems to work out for them, some way, shape, or <gasps> Wait, another. Wait, I got another one for you. This one I was going to send you. I thought you'd appreciate this one. Hang on, another meme. Uh, wait, where is it? Where is Show. it? So perfect. Oh, hold on. Here it is. Okay. There's a lot of branding going on at the TuneIn studio today. I know. Oh, yeah. I know they're serious about the branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if... <clears throat> we have step I don't and repeat. Okay, I don't know if I believe in karma I see plenty of motherfuckers who did me wrong doing just fine <laughs> So good Truth, is that in the Bible? <laughs> I don't think it is It should be I know, right? I don't think the it is The lesser known passage by Luke I mean, this <laughs> town is all about people that are beat <laughs> yeah, fail up Yes, it is like G yeah. and I will talk. He'll fired, yeah. fired, fired. Now president. Yes. Fired. Now CEO. chairman. Yeah. Fired. Now owner. Yep. Fired. Sold the company. What? I know. And the yeah. guys who are really good dudes never work again. Fired. Carcasses. Eleven million dollar package. Yeah. Golden parachute. Yeah. It's true. It's Ugh. it's a yeah. L A. Isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of L A. Alist, here's the hard part. I thought, well, I'm completely changing the. That's okay. <laughs> I'm worried about I, the LA. hard part with LA is is that the it, there's so much to do, and the weather's great. Like, where do you go? He, you bounce around though. Like, if I locked you down in Miami, I don't know how you would do because you're in Miami, Vegas, New York, LA. Like, you're all over the place. Yeah. I don't know how you do if I just stuck you there and was like, well, I'm going to be in. Well, no, I can't because I'm going to New York in July. So the, yeah. Nah. But you're, you're, I mean, I love it. I mean, for me, it's just yeah. Zen and it's kind of culturally, it's what I like, you know, it's just but you're not Latin and there all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, you're right. That's the oh, thing. You mean Miami, not yeah. LA. And I just got a yeah. new place. So it's just like, yeah, you got a great, a great, apartment. awesome pad. Yeah. So, um, but I think, look, I think. You know, people bounce around. I mean, I know people that spend a month here and a month there yeah. and do this and but that. You can't do that with kids. No, you can't. They're in no, school. That's, that's yeah. until Summer. they're eighteen. Yeah. Like that's. But like it, you know, when they're in school, like you just can't. They got to be stable, and it's a whole. No, thing. of course it makes sense. Well, kids I need, feel like I kids mean, need a routine. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's anywhere, but it's it's like it's. Why are you, why are you getting feel, tired of it? Um, because I'm starting to feel like people people come to LA to just be Great. as insane as they they yeah. want to as as like not. Not con- unkind, um, faking it. I just, well, it attracts a certain kind of person. That's but why. I mean, and I'm not even talking about entertainment. I'm talking about in like other businesses and yeah. other people I talk to who work outside of the, the in- this industry um, who are experiencing this, like like underqualified people being hired to run things that, that they don't understand. Well, wait, this is, I think this is a societal thing. I are think you talking we, about the presidency? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's that it's just mirroring. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I think that it's is, cultural. Yeah. I also think it's like, that is the atmosphere for sure. Yeah. I think people are obsessed with, with youth yeah. right now, more so than ever. Like it wasn't like that when I was a kid, you had, you were young. Well, like, it's so interesting. I I know someone who is 32, okay? When I was 32, we were working on relationships with Mm 50-year-olds. We were courting Maria Shriver and... 
you know, F. Suze Yorman and Dr. Phil and like Rachel, like we were working on that older generation right. to like Experience. anoint you and yeah. teach you. Like this 32 year old is hanging out with 20 year olds. Right. And getting validation from that. And yeah. I'm like, it's not that she's immature. I'm just saying like, that's the direction yeah. that's, it's like, oh, well, you know, the Hadids and the, yeah, but that's LA. That it's is, not, dude. But, it's now. I was that, in LA at thirty-two. It's now. It's not LA. But it's not. I'm. It, I'm it's sure cultural. it's not like that in other states in this I country. I disagree. It is. It I is. I disagree. I'm shocked. I, I disagree really with you. It. It is like you want to get anointed by a twenty-year-old it girl instead of like a sixty-year-old like empire in entertainment, maybe. Dude, but, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't hear this from friends in Seattle. I don't. I don't even hear this from, from friends in New York, but maybe that's because they're a little older. But I don't know. Like I even like I like on Gucci's Instagram. Like it's not. There was a kid, like a kid in high school. Ugh. Like I like literally doing a story, taking over the. In, and I, I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, high. Would you realize that all those luxury brands like Gucci, like Louis Vuitton? Uh, Balenciaga, all of them, they're so heavy focused now on accessories like bags and footwear, like sneakers, like mm-hmm. $1,000. $500 I mean, sneaker. Like, yeah, Yeah, because exactly. that's just what culturally is going on. Like today, Louis Vuitton's new creative director for men's, Virgil, like did his first show, you know, African-American. Oh, actually, no, he's, I don't know if he's oh, wow. African-American. African-American. I think he might be, I'm not sure, but he's either African or African-American. And, you know, his whole thing was like, I grew up, I had nothing. I didn't go to design school. I made t-shirts using a photocopier. Like, and that was like the gift for everyone it was like his first design that he knocked off of Louis Vuitton. Like, just like, so culturally, like, yeah, that's yeah. what you're seeing. It's all, it's like. How every, was the collection though? Was I haven't awesome? really looked at it because it happened today. Um, but I mean, it was very colorful and it's very street edgy. And it's not, but again, he's men's. And right. you he's wonder not, why you had. Feelings of anxiety. Just recording. (laughs) Okay, team. I know it's summer and that can make it a little harder to stay focused on eating right. But that's one of the reasons I love Sunbasket. They make it so easy to make great tasting, healthy meals at home. No matter how much or how little experience you have with cooking. Sunbasket delivers organic produce and other clean ingredients right to your door. You know I love that. And now they have more options than ever. You just go to the Sunbasket app and you can pick from 18 weekly recipes. They're all different kinds of menu plans from Mediterranean to vegan to paleo and so many others. They've got awesome summer dishes that are so simple like black bean and quinoa burrito bowls with mixed vegetables and avocado or smoky shredded chicken tacos with mango salsa. And what's great is that you can make a Sunbasket meal in just about 30 minutes. So go to sunbasket.com slash Jillian today to learn more and get 35 bucks off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash Jillian for 35 bucks off sunbasket.com slash Jillian. What if I told you that you could get the key points from the top four books you've been putting off reading in the time it would take you to finish this podcast? And I'm not talking about listening to audiobooks at three times normal speed. It's called Blinkist, and it's the only app that condenses thousands of the best-selling nonfiction books down to their most important elements. 
in just 15 minutes, you can learn more with Blinkist than you can in pretty much any other way. And you can listen anywhere. It's so easy. I listen to it in my car. I listen to it before bed. I definitely recommend checking out The Common Good. It's awesome. And the Blinkist library is huge. From classics like Think and Grow Rich to current bestsellers like The World As It Is, they're always adding new titles from the best of lists. So you're getting the most powerful ideas in a made-for mobile format. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Jillian to start your free trial or get three months off your yearly plan when you join today. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, dot com. Blinkist.com slash Jillian to start your free trial or get three months off your yearly plan. Blinkist.com slash Jillian. Go ahead, Bishop. Why don't you introduce this segment since you're it's on you? I just feel like the hot topic is PCOS. A lot of women are dealing with it nowadays. Did you hear us? <laughs> I don't want to lead. <laughs> you're leading. No. Bishop thinks that um, the air is better when you lead. Uh, I was a little um, worried about like after lunch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I was a little worried about doing a segment on this because I like I didn't want to alienate people, and Bishop pushed me. So mm. we did a blog, a newsletter, and now we're going to do a podcast segment on PCOS. I think it's good. We do get a lot of emails. See really? about PCOS. I, Thank you. Cindy. I struggled with PCOS as a teenager. It's yeah. I and I didn't know. Um, but man, like I had a cyst burst. And I thought, like, I was dying. I'll never forget it. They took me to the emergency room, and they thought my append- Like, it was crazy. Like, I-, I could barely crawl to my mom's car. It's painful. Um, oh, my God. What? When it bursts, it sure the hell is. Oh, I haven't even gotten that far. Oof. You have it? Well, I was. Ha- I had, like, little cysts, but I didn't have, like, full-blown. Well, when I went to the doctor, they didn't say it was PCOS, but they said I have... Like a, it could happen. I can form small cysts. Ugh. Why don't we tell people what PCOS oh. is? <laughs> oh. for, the, for those out, for it's those called polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, and it's you don't seem interesting. Okay, um, you don't seem interesting. She doesn't seem no. She doesn't oh. seem like she Two would. Thoughts. Doesn't have a lot of the symptoms. Um, so. Uh, the physical symptoms they have, haven't displayed on her. So uh, it's when you literally get cysts and that form in your ovaries. And when they burst, it's like, dear God, yeah. it's like excruciating pain and it can cause um, infertility. It's linked to high cholesterol, bad cholesterol, high high blood pressure, uh, freaking type 2 diabetes. Wow. <clears throat> and there, there are... It's a hormone imbalance, right? So it's linked to insulin resistance and it's also... Too many androgenic hormones like DHEA and testosterone and not enough estrogen. Male hormones. Yeah, that's why you don't – you get that that booty and those hips. That's a very estrogen body right there. But yeah, I I haven't had issues with it lately. It was like about six months ago. Huh. Okay. Um, So a lot of doctors will treat it with a variety of things. So sometimes they'll give you metformin which is um, a diabetes medication to improve insulin sensitivity. Sometimes they'll give you birth control to increase estrogen levels. Sometimes they'll give you androgen blockers. Um, for me, uh, I you know I got it so young, and I learned to manage it over the years with lifestyle. But this is where we come back to this concept of being what's called an upstreamist. So I talked about this a long time ago. If you heard it, forgive me for the redundancy. The analogy, I believe, is from a TED Talk. 
and you're okay. You got a bunch of doctors. They're standing by the river, right? And there's bodies floating down the river and doctors are jumping in and pulling bodies out and like giving CPR. And a lot of doctors are doing that and that's treating symptoms of a problem. Mm. But then there's what's called upstreamists. And those are the ones that like travel upstream and they're like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm trying to figure out how these people are falling in the river. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, I, I appreciate that, you know, a, I obviously am not a doctor. Um, but I think both are important. And with something hormonal, I think that understanding where the imbalance comes from and trying to correct it instead of add more of this or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's throwing it off in the first place? Right, right. And I can tell you that I have had tremendous success with it. So, lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, a lifestyle based approach. And so, we first look at, and this also is why. Keto has gotten away with, in my opinion, murder because it's a diet that dramatically impacts your insulin levels. So if you're diabetic or you have PCOS or you have infertility linked to PCOS, this is where it's getting all of these Mm. accolades because it's dropping that insulin level and it's improving insulin sensitivity. But it's not the most efficient way and it comes with a host of side effects. So the number one thing that we should engage in when it comes to insulin sensitivity is exercise. It's the number one insulin sensitizer mm. is fitness. And we've seen that like high intensity sessions, hit training and resistance training four to six times a week, 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes is going to be the most effective for that. And then obviously if you're overweight, you want to manage how much you're eating to either maintain weight or lose the excess weight which will also improve insulin sensitivity and your fat cells throw off your hormone balance themselves. So by losing the weight or maintaining your weight, you're helping to combat that problem. And then it's looking at the stuff like clearly don't eat processed carbs, white flour, white sugar, juice. Like don't do that. Don't eat things that send your blood sugar skyrocketing. So, Why do you think you're getting type 2 diabetes? It's not type 1. You're not born with it. You're eating so much processed sugar that you're literally, uh, what's the word? Handicapping your body's ability to Mm, to utilize insulin. So if you stop doing that and you start managing what you're eating and you start working out, you can put all of that back into balance naturally without adding the drugs into the equation. And then... If you look at, okay, what's throwing off estrogens and androgens, right? We do know that things like pesticides yeah. and you know chemicals in our body products like phthalates and fragrance and parabens and all of this stuff are coming into the body as xenoestrogens and creating a host of issues. And Like, honestly, go clean as often as you can. Avoid. Meat, dairy, and thin-skinned fruits and vegetables if they're not organic. Like, those are the top Mm -hmm. offenders. Get an orange, then, instead of the raspberries if you can't afford the organic. Mm -hmm. Have a grapefruit or watermelon instead of the peach if you cannot afford organic. Eat way less meat. We don't need nearly as much meat as we do. Do it once a week, not every day, and get grass-fed organic. Like, do the wild ocean-caught fish. Do, you know, the organic free-range chicken. And don't eat as much meat. 
use da- all dairy alternatives like freaking coconut milk if you can't afford organic milk. So it just these things should help you manage PCOS if it's so far gone and you work with a doctor who's like does put you on a certain kind of birth control or or metformin but in my opinion like the goal should be to wean you off yeah does it matter what time of day you work out if you have pcos i've heard like nighttime is total bullshit really no it may no not at all um nighttime is just if you if it amps you and you can't sleep Hmm. so like in truth like study after study after study after study has shown that the most effective time of day to train is the same time of day because your body adapts so it's like, oh, we're going to work out. So it gets the endorphins going. Okay. So it's like, oh, this is my hour, my 11 o'clock hour. But if you can't sleep, like, okay, fine. You know, the, the reality is whenever you get that workout in, the better. It has nothing to do, though, with PCOS, nothing hmm. whatsoever. And you also want to combine your macros. So make sure that you've got protein, fat, and carbs in each meal because that's what's going to oh, – which one of you did it? G. G's, that is was this your G's first theory rodeo? kicking in. No, I just... Is this your first rodeo? I'll let them bunch. What's the matter? these texts that, text, that are coming in. You, 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 no, you're, not, you're not interested in PCOS? No, no I actually <laughs> am. Kidding. I actually am. <laughs> I don't have ovaries. So. Uh, yeah. Are you happy? I'm happy. I think you guys have heard me talk about this on the podcast, that natural, clean deodorants really don't work for me. And honestly, I thought I'd tried everything, but I was actually wrong. And I finally found one that changed the game for me. And it's a Kopari product. So Kopari's coconut deodorant not only doesn't suck, it actually works and it smells amazing. And they have all plant-based ingredients in the product. So it's sage oil, coconut oil, and it lasts all day. Plus, it's free of aluminum, silicon, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and even baking soda, which can irritate sensitive skin. So knowing that there's a safe, clean option out there that actually works and smells amazing, I mean, who wouldn't want to try it? Plus, Kopari offers a money-back guarantee, so there is no reason not to. Say aloha to Kopari and go to kopari.com slash Jillian to make the safe switch today and see how you can save $5 off your first order. That's kopari.com slash Jillian, K-O-P-A-R-I.com slash Jillian, kopari.com slash Jillian. There's so many paths to finding your family story, but whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. 
Okay, guys, we have a special guest today, a gentleman named Tommy John, who is one of the best. Well, I'll let you know what, but I'll let you say. You said it's so great. I said sports <laughs> performance coach, but you said it better. So please. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go ahead and introduce yourself since you did it better than right. I did. It, like, what am I? Um, I? I'm a I'm a performance and healing specialist. So we're all human athletes, and we're all needing to perform in life at whatever that is, whether it's sports or navigating a mall or just getting up and down off a toilet. Um, <laughs> but basically, what I what I do is. Help empower you to be your best self regardless of where you're at on the timeline now you have a new book out though and that's what we're talking about today and it's called minimize injury maximize performance so who is this book for so this book is is for anybody who has a young athlete in their family knows a young athlete um uh, youth sports is so huge now the industry is so big but it's it's one of those things that these kids and how we're going about putting them into these activities they're they're needing to rehab from their childhoods and the injuries just keep getting more and more and, and it's an epidemic in all sports actually it's so funny when i first saw the title of the book cuz we share a friend in common uh yeah. named heather jackson and i've been doing books with her for years and she called me about you and was telling me about the book and i just thought like i i i didn't realize what an epidemic it was for young athletes and how prevalent it was because it, it really isn't my business. Um, but then as she was talking to me, I was thinking about my own kids. And even right. just yesterday, Heidi sent me a picture of our six-year-old in a handstand yeah. on a wall in gymna- for gymnastics tryouts. And I was like, how long? She's like, he's been holding this a really long time and I'm scared of the coach. And I thought like, Already six. She's like, there's young children here climbing ropes with weight vests on. Like, I always tell people never to do that because it throws off your biomechanics. And then I thought, all right, this is crazy. And then I have this interview with you today. And what is happening that this is so prevalent nowadays? Is it ignorance? Because the coach, it doesn't, can't be dumb, can he? No, and it's not, it, it all, it's all coming from a good place, um, I believe. And just when I talk to people and, and explore this even more. It's a th- it's a three headed monster that's creating this. The business of youth sports is a fifteen billion dollar industry, wow. so everyone's got their hand in the pot. You also have it's the American it's the American lifestyle paradigm of you know we're we're overfed and malnourished, um, right. we're overstimulated with technology, right, and less aware. Um, we can have a tendency to be overcoached and under like underprepared. And then overtrained, like you said, and underdeveloped, where the American training performance sports model is to get have elite youth, but which we're getting, we're, we're we're acquiring elite youth, but they're not sustainable in high school or even at levels later. So we're breaking developmental rules, and it's all based around the parents, literally FOMO, the the fear of missing out. You know, where where a a good, a well-intended parent just wants the best for their child, but the other forms are coming at them. The other elements are coming at them saying, you're going to be left behind, playing on the heartstrings of what a parent only wants for their kids. And that's just to give them the best opportunities possible. So it's all coming from a good place, but it's just, it's literally like we're throwing a bunch of of babies down hallways and yelling at them to run. 
and, and they just don't know what to do. They can't survive. And then we're getting upset when they're, when they're injured at the other end of it. Okay. So like, I know you wrote, I hate when people do this to me. They're like, what are your top no, tips? Good. I'm like, I wrote a 200 page yeah. book about this. What are my top tips? <laughs> right. But I, I mean like, all right, I, I try to think of it like this then. Give me a highlighter on what people yeah. are going to learn about in your book. Like what are, give me three. And I'm sure there are far more because we literally just sure. got the book. So forgive me. Sure. Um, but like, what are some of the things that we need to know? What are some flags? Like, what am I going to see in my kids' gymnastics class or their karate class? And I need to be like, oh, no, no, no. Or, you know what I mean? Like, what can I do right now? Right. So it's one of the things is to understand that there is a way to get put, create an environment to develop the best, healthiest, highest performing, functioning youth, athlete, child we can do. Okay. Most of that, we need to focus around where we need to replace, rethink the whole concept of skills and competition early right. on and more development and general physical preparedness where sports per se, let's just say if we had 100% of our sports time of the week for our athlete until, and everybody develops differently, so it's hard to put everyone in a box, but until they're maybe 12 or 13, the ratio should be 90% general physical movements, just exploration of, of physical movements for balance, agility, coordination, strength, kinesthetic awareness, these things, and 10% skill, which is throwing mm. of the ball, shooting of the ball, wow. kicking of the ball, okay. what have you. But in this country, as you know, I mean, you can picture right now, it's completely flipped up on its head. Right. Um, and you're trying to build a foundation just, first before they exactly. jump ahead to the more advanced exactly. stuff, which they don't have the, the basic skill for. So then, of course, they get injured. Correct. Right, I and understand. Another big thing is just to kind of understand that everyone's looking for organizations to solve the problems, where it's almost like we're trying to set up the sports in a way that they don't hurt the child or, or the, the athlete at whatever age, instead of focusing on the athlete, focusing on the development of the kid, and then just letting the sport be the sport, it's almost like we're trying to change the weather to prevent frostbite instead of putting on a coat and gloves. Wow. And so That's one a great of analogy. just, you know, it's, it's, it's literally just, we, everything can be put in your, everything you need to put your child in the best position possible is in your hands, is in your homes, is in your cupboards, is in your phones, is in your TVs, is in your relationships. It's all within your hands rather than feeling that it's outside, that someone's going to save you or take your child and make them what they want, especially in these early years. Now, there's a time to specialize and get serious about it, but that's well into our teenage years, well, well, well later on. And that's even as a professional baseball player, that's when I specialized in baseball was my, my senior year of high school. Really? Because um, you yeah, do so think, was, like, you hear these stories of like, oh, well, I was doing that at three years old. I was, you know, skiing moguls at 90 miles an hour. And you're like, oh, man, I better get him skiing mo Instead of, oh, I should get him outside, you know, playing basketball and learning, you know, hand-eye coordination. Like, you're not, you're not thinking that. You're thinking, oh, he's got to be sport-specific out of the womb nowadays to, to go anywhere in sports. And Absolutely. And you're saying it's the exact opposite, essentially. Exactly. And if you, if you look at the best, if you look at who we're all striving to be, who have the scholarships, who have the right. contracts, who are the superstars – 
they play multiple sports. They explored these different avenues on their own and, and saw what was good, what was bad, um, what they liked, what they didn't like. And then they specialized. So the best, I would hope, Jill, I would hope that everybody would make these decisions for the health and well-being of their child. But let's just say it's, it's, I'm going to make the best decisions because I want, to, I want the best athlete. I want them to have a scholarship or a contract. Okay, even if that's your drive, it still doesn't make sense to specialize early on until late teenage years on a normal developmental cycle. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that Here's literally, I, you're right, that's fear. I would be afraid to do that. Like even right. hearing you, I would be like, I don't have a kid that I want to be a professional athlete, but hearing you say that, I'd be like, oh no, I can't do that. I mean, they're all working on their freaking I don't know, the <laughs> pitching, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're exactly. how they're gripping the football and the spiral. Like, I, I mean, that's, that's incredible stuff though. Like, and I love that you have examples to back it up. Um, yeah. where can parents, uh, all right, this is also a dumb question. I'm presuming we can get the book anywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. And what about a website or anything like that? Yes. So you can go to my website, drtommyjohn.com. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, drtommyjohndc. There's links to their Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's at Barnes & Noble. Of course. Um, And it's Minimize Injury, Maximize Performance, a Sports Parents Survival Guide. So for anybody with kids who are athletic and have dreams of getting a scholarship or becoming, you know, God forbid, or, you know, God willing, becoming a professional athlete. Uh, this is in particular a must have, but even just soccer moms, man, even just, just to make sure your kid isn't getting messed up. So if you know a kid, if you just know a kid, this is the book for them. And then Jill, what I'm really hoping is when people go through and read about and see these principles of performance and healing, they're going to, it's literally going to be, wait, could I apply this to me? I, d- I just had somebody the other day say, if I was, I mean, I even know a professional, he's 22 years old. This would totally make sense for him. Well, yeah, we're, again, I go back to, we're all human athletes on right. that line and wherever we pick up, it's just wherever we are. But as long as we got air in our breath or our lungs and air in our lungs and, you know, warm blood going through, we can always make a change to perform at a higher level and just exceed our potential. I love this. Thank, thank you so much. Um, I cannot wait to actually sit down with the book, and then and then maybe we can have you back to do another segment because I know I'll have fifty more questions. It would be my pleasure. Thank you so much, my friend. Go get the book: Minimize Injury, Maximize Performance: A Sports Parent Survival Guide by Dr. Tommy John. Thank you so much, my friend. Look forward to having you back. Definitely. Thanks for having me on, you guys. <laughs> 